Hi, I'm Joey Gilroy, and this is We Love College Water Ski, the podcast series where I'm going to talk to every collegiate ski team in the nation. This week, my guests are from the Iowa State ski team. We have Sydney, Amanda, Ryan, and, and Adam Monkey. Do you guys want to say hi? <laughs> well, who first? <laughs> hi, my name is Sydney. Um, I'm a sophomore here, and I've been at the club for two years, and I'm currently the vice president. Hi, I'm Amanda. Um, I am a sophomore here at Iowa State, and I'm the women's captain. What's up? I'm Ryan. I'm the president here. I'm a junior. Hey, I'm Adam. I'm the men's captain here. I'm a senior. Great. So how'd you guys all get into skiing? Uh, that's a good question. Uh, I think we all kind of come from different backgrounds. Uh, whereas, like, I, I, I just water skied growing up and uh, saw that there was a water ski club on campus. It sounded pretty cool. Turns out it is the coolest club on campus. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was actually afraid of water skiing until I was like 15. But then I started skiing when I was probably like 16 and then I found the club. Um, yeah, I started skiing when I was six and the lake I grew up on was a big show ski team. So I got involved with that. Then switched to three event and found the collegiate water ski team here at Iowa State. And I've been skiing since I was three and like competing since I was seven. So, and also my, both my brothers came here and skied at Iowa State. So I've been around the sport a while. <laughs> Shipper's ridiculous. Like yeah. he's ridiculously good. <laughs> <laughs> Phenomenal. Uh, oh, it's, it's so humble, really. <laughs> <laughs> so how'd you guys find Iowa State's team? Um, I grew up on, well, I didn't grow up on the lake, but I have, like, a lake that I ski at at home, and one of our teammates, Matt Roseland, also is on that lake, and he went to Iowa State, so he kind of told me about the club and that I should join it, and he encouraged me to. Cool. Yeah. Uh, my, mom, my mom actually told me about the club because she was looking <laughs> to the massive list of clubs. Scroll to the bottom because I like water. And... Uh, <laughs> Uh, she said, hey, you should look at this water ski club. And I, you know, I played it off cool. Like, yeah, I mean, I guess, whatever. I listen to your parents, dude. They have good advice, actually. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then for me, I grew up water skiing. So like Katie O'Connor and like Matt Kownick were big into collegiate water skiing. So ever since then, I knew I wanted to collegiate ski. So I had to go to a school that had it. Cool. Yeah, and for me, both my brothers came here and my dad came here. So I've been around Iowa State my whole life. And then obviously they're around the water ski team as well. Nice. And then uh, what are all your guys' favorite events? Slalom. Slalom. <laughs> yeah. uh, it depends on the day. You do trick them. <laughs> That's true. Mine's slalom. Surprising, honestly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So at this point, this is going to come out after Midwest Conference. And... So I'm at this point, I'll have put out a like Midwest hype video. As soon as I got some, like assigned to do that from uh, like Christy and Anna and people, I was like, I'm going to just text, I'm going to text Ryan, see if he has any cool jump videos. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. And so uh, you guys are pretty, uh, sounds like you guys have some lakes around. You want to talk about your uh, practice situation? Um, sure. Um, so we in Ames, Iowa, which isn't necessarily known for all the lakes we have around, um, 
there's a group of homeowners that live about 15 minutes south of campus in a small town called Huxley. Um, and so they got together a lot of years ago and they ended up digging out um, a, a lake. So, and so they all have a passion for water skiing. They all competed in it. And so we pay them to use the lake. We rent out one of the boats from one of the homeowners down there. Um, and that's our practice site. And so we'll, we'll do a little favors to them. We'll put in the buoys, take them out, same with the jump. And, you know, it's, it's a lot of work, but really at the end of the day, it's well worth it because I think, I think we've established a pretty good foothold, at least in the Midwest, because we also host conference there, which is to my knowledge, the biggest collegiate water ski tournament in the Midwest, if not the nation besides nationals. And going off that, um, there's like two lakes side by side. So we get to ski on the jump and the swell and course lakes. And we rent a 2014 Mastercraft from a homeowner on the lake. Yeah. Yeah. We're super fortunate to have that set up because it helps recruit people and actually show them like what water skiing is about since it's so close to the campus too. Nice. And then uh, how do you guys balance like your team's lake time with the homeowners and the probably the club that's there? That's that's a really good question. So you know, there's there's some set rules that are extremely fair in our eyes. So um, first of all, we can't ski there on the weekends. That's totally fine though because we go and compete on the weekends anyway. So we're not there skiing anyway. So number one, that's not a big deal. Uh, second of all, there's time set rules. So we can ski from about sunrise to sunset. That typically means about seven in the morning till five or six at night. Um, and they'll usually give us a couple extra hours around uh, regionals or so once we get permission, of course. And so there's that. Um, yeah. If anyone of the homeowners asks us to do a little favor, we're more than happy, of course, to pitch in and do a little work, you know. Um, and they have their own boats, so they can ski when they want, like even if we're out on the lake too. Yeah. And if they need us pass, we can drive them, so. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so we're pretty close with them. Nice. And then, so that kind of sounds like you guys have a light system there. If, if you were allowed to, would you guys be able to like ski at night there? Um, we've actually, we've brought that up. Well, actually, Shipper knows all about that, right? Yeah, for like for conference, I think two years ago we did like a night head to head, mm -hmm. and they're like because the two first place people um, tied, so to for they did a runoff to who are those people break the tie. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's so humble. <laughs> Slalom. It was uh, me and Hunter Duffy. Okay, cool. I was pretty sick. Mm -hmm. Ski to the dark there. Nice. Um, never have ski. Uh, Van Wert, the Great the Great Lakes version of like our conference. They have some light set up. It's fast at night. Yeah. Oh, we're, we're, we're contemplating doing maybe a night night jump event. Uh, one of these, yeah, conference. So yeah, so the I mean at least the idea. Um, Chris Kalnick and I kind of talked about that a little bit last year. I mean, this was his idea, and he had brought it up to one of the homeowners who also had thought about that at one point. And so uh, essentially we were talking about maybe renting out some light towers or whatever, positioning them in the right way so that you could see the jumper or whatever. Mm -hmm. Obviously we try to put in as many like 
safety systems as possible maybe get like two guys on like the safety um but yeah i mean that was something that maybe in the next year or two hopefully i mean covid kind of screwed things up here but we'd, we'd really like to do that at some point yeah cool and so with your practices you guys have any limits on what days you can practice yeah um monday through fridays we can usually practice there's never been skiing on the weekends for us Cool. Uh, what, so with that much time, are you guys, is your team generally like everybody three events or do you guys have people specialize and like pick and choose? Uh, it's, it's whatever you really want. Yeah. Uh, we encourage everyone to do all three. Um, you know, obviously getting people who have never really skied much to do jump is kind of a push. Uh, we call that freshman initiation. You get them off the jump the first time, but you know, knees, trees, freeze, and, you know, all, the moment you land your first jump, it becomes your favorite event. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of what I tell them. Sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. <laughs> I, yeah. Yeah. I, yeah. <laughs> no. um, I think that a lot of the people who come to Oxnard Lake haven't really skied much before, except on two skis, so they're really willing to try all three events and just figure out what their favorite is. But I would say that most people on our team do all three events, or at least practice all three. Awesome. And then do you guys have like set days where today's jump day, today's trick day? Um, we don't yet, but we're hoping to have like a set girls jump day so that the girls have confidence in landing and just like going over the ramp. Cool. Yeah. Well, that's that's one thing that's always huge for anybody who doesn't participate in collegiate skiing. Having like five girls landing a jump, whether that's, uh, I don't know how, what's the minimum that you could possibly make, like 20, just like, just touching down, shoots your team scores up so much. Yeah. And so uh, are you guys, so at practices, are you guys self-coaching? Do you have people who come out and help you guys out? We self-coach. Um, well, you know, and a lot of the people on our team um, have coached at larger ski schools. Like, I think I think Shipper taught at Bennett's a little bit. He's teaching some kids how to ski. Um, otherwise, like, I mean, myself, I consider myself to be an intermediate slalom skier. So I try to give maybe more beginner skiers just sort of the basic rundown on how to slalom better. And that's really the only event I can coach. <laughs> well, I should say. Um, but otherwise, Amanda's really good, too. She knows a lot about trick and slalom. Uh, Sydney's pretty good, too. <laughs> Run past yeah, now. Yeah, I feel like um, like our team really just helps each other out. And just if you notice something, you can just say something. So, But we don't have any, like, specific coaches. Okay. And then when you guys are coaching each other, is there a general, like, team philosophy that you've seen, like, kind of a pattern of, like, how people coach? I think that everyone, what I've noticed is everyone has different ways of coaching. <laughs> yeah. uh, depending on who you're on the boat with really depends on the coaching you're going to get. But I almost feel like that's better too because, you know, some people learn better in different ways. You have multiple, pers- uh, multiple perspectives there. Yeah. And yeah. some perspectives work, some don't. I mean, yeah. I've said things that make absolutely no sense to people. And then, I don't know, Riley yeah. will say something and it makes sense. You know, so, I, yeah. Cool. But send it is always a. <laughs> <laughs> Full sense. Nice. 
I know when I was at Cincy, we had a lot of the same thing, but again, it's like beginner jump is always just someone's like, any advice? Like just they just scream, don't suck and send you out. Yeah. <laughs> Look up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so I think you guys might might have been the first Great Plains team I've talked to. So what's it like to uh, ski in the Great Plains as a, as a conference? Freaking awesome. Yeah. That's all I can say. We do um, yeah. Well, and you know, it's it's kind of a it's kind of a gift and a curse to to host it because on one hand, you know, you're kind of the man walking around because you can tell people, you know, they're being stupid. Like, hey, you know, we're hosting this. Like, please respect the site. Um, but on the other hand, you know, you got to be that guy that some people might not be so happy with because you're telling them what to do. Um, otherwise, though. I, th I think a lot of the teams in our conference are pretty respectful and they're uh, a lot of them are really close friends of ours. And so some of them actually help out too. I know, I know uh, uh, some of the people from lacrosse have helped us dock start for a few events. If there's no Iowa state people there. Um, and otherwise, you know, people are always willing to lend hand for, uh, I, don't, I don't know, rope handling, just little stuff like that. So, and I think that's what I like most about this community too, is that, People are just willing to lend a hand. Cool. And so, uh, what's your guys' tournament schedule like in the fall? Sorry, what was that? I what's that. your guys' tournament schedule? Just like, which events do you go to? How many teams are there? Are there options? Sure. Yeah, uh, yeah our, our tournament schedule like starts the, I'd say, first weekend of September. And we go to, I'd say, one tournament in Iowa, that's not at our site. And then usually we go to either Wisconsin or Kansas for the next tournament. And then following that is typically conference, which we host at Dream Lakes and uh, then regionals and nationals, which cool. we typically make it to. Yeah. And so you mentioned that uh, the conference is a huge tournament for you guys. Uh, do you know how many teams go to conferences? Well, that's it's kind of tough because some teams are not necessarily consistent uh, as in um, they, well, they don't consistently have a team. I know I think Mizzou is struggling a little bit to keep team together, um, but I think generally we have about 12 teams that go. Um, lacrosse is always a huge team. Madison's always a huge team. We're always a generally pretty big team, too, because um, we do B team for conference. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and pre-COVID, the numbers were upwards of like 230 skiers mm -hmm. at our conference, so it's a pretty big tournament. Yeah, wow. And then where, so Great Plains is a huge like area to cover. Do you know what the range of like east to west or north to south that is? <laughs> going to pull out Google Maps. Um, Kansas is in our conference. Kansas, I well, so like, I think that that would be. Yeah, so we got, well, Kansas. Nebraska. Nebraska, but Lincoln, Nebraska would be as far west as that goes. So I would yeah. take, I'm going to call Kansas and uh, Nebraska on the west side. And on the east side, we got Wisconsin. Yeah. 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 But then you also got north and south, too. So everyone kind of comes in from all directions. You get people from. Uh, University of Minnesota, coming up from Missouri. What? Yeah. Well, There's only one person. I'm uh, still from University of Minnesota, though. <laughs> and yet she still beat a team. Oh, absolutely. 
Uh, it just makes me really happy that the Great Lakes is kind of team dense. You got the, all those states you mentioned, Great Lakes Conference is basically Ohio, Michigan, Indiana. Yeah. Yep. And so, oh, so we've talked a lot about like the conferences in general. Uh, the Midwest is huge. I think we have at least half the NCWSA teams in there. And so to make our regionals more manageable, we've been split into two conferences that have enough like a mini regionals before the regional tournament. So teams come through, uh, I think my side top eight make it, not sure how about you guys. And then, so that's the first elimination. And then we go and do big tournament at regionals. So uh, do you guys have any plans for the spring as it starts warming up? We're waiting for the ice to get off the yeah. lake. Um, traditionally, about what, a week or two after the ice gets off the lake, we're in there trying to put in the buoys and get the boat going, which uh, isn't always the funnest job in the world, but uh, worth it though. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Every time. <laughs> yeah. And we're also thinking of hosting a tournament at Dream Lakes in place of conference since that got canceled. That would be phenomenal. I would, I'd personally love that a lot. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so you said about two weeks after ice melts. Is that, do you have a general timeline of when that is? Is that like? I was weather is so yeah, it not was... consistent, but hopefully it's like first week of April. Okay, wow, it's coming up. End of March. End of March, hopefully, hopefully fingers March. crossed. Yeah, nice. And then, uh, so you guys said that you had met a lot of your people outside of like Iowa State, like Iowa State specifically. Do you guys have a lot of like summer tournament participation? This, this yeah, last this summer. summer. Yeah. Um, we do, or um, the Iowa State games, the AWSA tournament is at June Lakes too. So we tried to get some people out there this July to compete AWSA. And then also with regionals being in Minnesota, we had a lot of participation just because we have a lot of Iowa Staters in Minnesota. Yeah. Great. I had like the ninth most uh, yeah. participation in summer tournaments because they did like the ranking this year. Oh wow. I hope they do that again. That was kind of cool to see. Yeah. Yep. And so talked a lot about like skiing itself. There's like other huge parts of being on a ski team. Do you guys do much fundraising for your team? This is a neat question, though. <laughs> um, yeah, well, uh, the easiest way for our club, at least, to make money, um, we can do, like, concessions for, for the school, right? So, obviously, now COVID, that screwed a lot of that up. But they, uh, uh, well, I mean, I'm personally on the Sports Club Council here, which is in charge of allocating uh, money to the sport clubs. And so, um our advisor for the sports club council will contact all the leaders for all the sport clubs and say, Hey, uh, we need money or we need workers for the men's basketball game um, because we're super short. And sometimes they're a little extra desperate for some workers. So they'll say, you know, we'll pay you a minimum of X amount of money if you get six people to work the concessions. Um, otherwise, I believe each club gets a certain like amount, maybe like 10% of whatever they profit based off of, off of what they sell, right? And so 
that's a really easy way for us to make some money just because it's like, you know, it's a couple hours of your time. It's a pretty good team bonding experience because you're all in there, you know, together in the kitchen or like behind the stand. <laughs> Making ice cream. Clone cones. <laughs> if you don't know what a clone cone is, it's a, it's basically just vanilla ice cream that's dyed pink and yellow and it's all twirled up. And they really dunk it into a bowl and they stick a, uh, a cone upside down on top of it. Uh, we, we usually like to make them kind of big for the kids. And <laughs> the parents hate us for it. But. <laughs> so much fun. Like, I feel like concessions are a really overlooked way for teams to make money. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's like a couple hours of your time and you make a few hundred bucks just like that. And all of a sudden, you know, you can afford maybe a new set of skis. I don't know. Nice. And then, so with that, do you guys have team equipment or are you mostly personal? Um, well, typically people on A team have their own equipment just because it suits like their body size or, you know, they want to pay a little extra money for it. But yeah, we have, uh, we have a few slalom skis that I know we, we purchased a few my freshman year. Um, they're pretty high quality. Uh, we got a pair of team jumpers. And we have double trick skis now. Oh, yeah. We got new we set of trick them. skis this year. Yeah, I forgot about that. And we have, like, a helmet. So we have everything <laughs> that someone would need. Nice. Then, have you guys customized your helmet uh, to, just, like, be Iowa State? Or some old captains it did. a it long was, time ago, yeah. I, thought, I don't um, even know who did it. I thought Amber, Ajo, and Tierra did that. But maybe, maybe I'm wrong. I felt like it was before. It could have been before. I don't really know. All I know is my freshman year. It was it was already decaled and I uh it's anybody. Yeah. What kind of decals are on there? Uh just like an Iowa State logo, that's about it. I mean it's it's red sparkly helmet with an Iowa State logo slopped on it. And it's probably the jump a few too many times. Yep. Oof. That's always it's always fun like seeing the team helmets because you could oh one of my most exciting things is to see a helmet like a team helmet that didn't have anything on it like come back the next year with stuff on it. Yeah. Cool. I'm sure. Yeah, and then so do you guys have any fun like Iowa State traditions you'd want to talk about? That's a good one. Um, I feel like our main one. I feel like a lot of teams do this, but once you land a jump, uh, people on the shoreline will ruin you. Every single yeah. team member, you see the nice white butt. <laughs> well, I don't even think that's just in the Midwest. Yep. So, you know, that was a, that's a tradition that I know a lot of people do. And I think, so I've done at least 20 of these so far, just like, and have some banked away. Michigan State, around number 15, is the like first people to mention that. Now you guys are second. <laughs> yeah. I guess we also do the stupid thing where we say you gotta move your body like a cyclone. We'll literally just oh, yeah. all, like do this weird like. The song by who's the song? Oh, T Pain. Something like that. Yeah, the cyclone song. I don't know. It hurts my back, but that's okay anyway. Anything for the team, really. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. Full sides only. Cool. And then do you guys, are you guys a team that will organize a spring break, a spring break trip for your, uh, for your people? Um, traditionally we've, we brought that up in the past, at least, uh, we always have a winter break trip out West. So this year we actually went to Jackson hole and I'm wearing that sweatshirt. I just got, that's a tradition. Yeah. That's tradition. We always go out West every spring break or winter break. Every winter break. Yeah. 
and anyone from the club can go. Cool, and that's is that like normal, like like snow and snow skiing, snowboarding? Yeah, yeah, we're pretty versatile. <laughs> <laughs> Some cool. cross training for the season. Yeah, exactly. While the snow's on the ground. I mean, it's just cold water, really. Yeah. Yep. Cool. So that's all of my hard pressing, uh, like team questions. Do you guys have anything you'd want to talk about before I move on to the last bit? everything with your questions yeah cool so last two are just like do you guys have a favorite skiing memory that you'd want to share oh gosh um i think my favorite skiing memory quote unquote skiing is just like our nationals trip last year so we went to california which is like a 20-hour car ride but instead of flying we just drove and then we hit like yosemite and zion park and then we skied and then came back the next day. Pretty awesome. Cool. Yeah, we had to like surf and we stayed a night in San Francisco and all these things. That was a lot of fun. I remember like you guys were cataloging it on your Instagram page. I was following along, just sitting bitterly in class waiting for my flight. <laughs> cool. Yeah, we got the whole week of school off. So. <laughs> We made the most of that trip. It was sweet. I still got to do your homework, though. So that's okay. <laughs> we made it. You know, we're all still in school, and we all passed that semester, so we're good. Speak for yourself. Do <laughs> <laughs> you guys have favorites? Uh, I don't know. I, I just like the memory of just making my first pass and how hyped I was. Just because oh. I I spent my entire freshman year not completing a single pass and then finally like one of the first days sophomore year I finally got it it was ugly but I got it eventually once you get your first one down you kind of kind of understand how it feels and yeah. you get your rhythm down it's it's uh it's definitely it's I'd say it's definitely my favorite right there yeah. that was definitely a good memory oh god yeah <laughs> yeah collegiate skiing is definitely sick in the way how you see so many people just like improve so much. And I feel like, time. yeah, with our site, we're super fortunate. Like we see people come out of the team their freshman year, not ever like seeing a course or a jump and then they're podiuming by like re junior year regionals. So it's just like cool to watch people who don't really know anything about skiing and like their love for skiing grow on our team. So my last question is, do you guys have a favorite on the water memory? So like Adam's first pass or anything else like that? Um, one of my favorite on the water moment is just like uh, a lot of people on our team aren't really comfortable on trick skis. So I like usually double trick with them. And then I tell the boat driver to like kind of speed it up and like then they get more comfortable going on faster speeds and it's just fun like spraying them and getting them more comfortable. Uh, I, uh, I remember the first time that uh, we got, I forgot who the new person was, but we got them up on slalom ski for the first time. You know, in just, and even if they don't join the club, like we were bringing them out like one of the first weeks of the semester and they were just trying out the club and, uh, we had an easy up handle and those things work because, you know, usually they, with the, with, if you don't know what an easy up handle is, basically you just stick the tip of your slalom ski sort of through this like loop 
and it stops it from going side to side. And so all they have to do is hold on and boom, all of a sudden they're up and the ski slips out of the loop and they're up. And so watching somebody get up on a slalom ski for the very first time when they've hardly ever skied before, I don't know, that was, to me, that was really fun to watch. Mine was probably running my first pass because I definitely worked on it like all summer before coming here. And I just thought it was like no hope. But then like, I think my first like two weeks, I just got good coaching and I ran it and I just was so <laughs> excited. Yeah. Oh, sorry, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> no, if Chris Connick's watching this, he's definitely watching him like, yeah, I'm taught her, so whatever. Shout out to him. <laughs> yeah, Chris, missing buddy. <laughs> Yeah. Ryan, do you have a favorite uh, favorite memory? Yeah, I'd say probably just like any like personal personal bests or just like other people's personal bests, like in a tournament, like when I joined the Century Club or something like that. <laughs> that's like definitely <laughs> that's definitely the best memories in one's water skiing. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing you go like 130 or whatever for the first time. And like how excited oh, yeah. everyone gets exactly. for everyone. Like no matter what skill oh, yeah. level you're at, like everyone's excited for you anyways. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Especially at collegiate tournaments, you got yeah. your team and every other team cheering you on, which is so sick. Yeah, I know that's always, that's also one of my favorite parts about collegiate skiing, just how everybody loves everybody. Yeah. I remember at regionals last year, I forget who it was, but somebody like dotted the Century Club. like, And I wasn't sure what his, it looked far, but then I didn't hear the distance, but the entire shoreline erupted. It's like, okay, yeah, he got it. It was just like a really cool thing to see. Cool. Well, that's all I have for you guys. You want to add anything before I stop recording? Uh, if you're not into collegiate skiing, get into it because it's the best, the best thing I've done in college so far. It's worth it. 100%. Yeah. Great. Well, thank you guys so much. Thank you, everyone who's listening, and have a great day. Thank you. Right on. Thank you. Yeah.